Welcome to the Encounter Community Church Podcast, where we take God's Word and look at how we can utilize, practically apply it, and implement it into our lives. Welcome back to the Encounter Community Church Podcast. My name is Ken Baller Jr. I am the pastor here at Encounter Community Church. And again, I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Like I said before, I don't, I don't take it lightly. You know, when we finished the politics and religion series, we were up to about a thousand subscribers that were listening. And once we finished that, we dropped to about 600, which I did expect because hey, it was politics and religion. But now we've grown back up to about 800 that have started coming once again. Whether it's a thousand, whether it's 800, whether it's 600, whether it's a hundred, I'm still blown away by this. Is still so humbled by it. And so I just want to thank you for those of you who are part of this podcast, who listen to it regularly. And also, again, I'm, I'm excited. It is the holiday season. Last Sunday, or not last Sunday, last Thursday, actually, I decorated our sanctuary. Well, not the sanctuary, but at least the stage. So you can actually see that. If you go back, if you watch our live live stream from last week, you'll see that the stage is decorated for Christmas. And I'm just loving that. And then also on Sunday, I came in and we actually, actually decorated the front of the church. So when you drive by Encounter, you'll see our decorated, our, our decoration display, our Christmas decoration display. Now, I want to let you know, <laughs> you know, it is the best we have with what it is that we have. I still think it looks pretty good, but eventually I have some dreams. My wife gave me an idea of something I want to do next year. And so I just wanted to say this. If you have like extra Christmas decorations that are in good condition, that you would love to donate to Encounter, please reach out and let me know, 310-323-2115. Because here's what we want to do, is next year, we want to create an incredible walkthrough experience for people that are in our community or in our neighborhood. So we're going to need a ton of lights and decorations and stuff like that for that. Like I said, we really do want people to donate things that are quality, that are still usable. If you have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the light doesn't work and it's no longer red, don't donate it. <laughs> Although I'm grateful about the idea, we want the donations that will work well, that will look really good because, again, what we want to do is we want to create an incredible experience for our community. And if you'd like to be a part of that for next year, let me know if you have some decorations that you wanted to, to donate. And I just wanted to tell you guys, Christmas miracles do happen. Believe it or not, they do. And let me tell you how I know. I have finished all the Christmas shopping for my wife. <laughs> I, I know. If she's listening to this, honey, I hope you're not driving because you probably just got in an accident. But but I have. I have finished all the Christmas shopping for my wife. Now, it's just a matter of eventually getting it wrapped and getting it under the tree. But the great thing is she won't be having to wait till me wrapping something on Christmas Eve after she goes to bed, having wrapped all the other kids' gift. And now all of a sudden something miraculously appears under the tree because I went and got it last minute. Nope. Not happening this year. 
tell the devil no, not today. <laughs> so I am, I'm, I'm really excited about that. This is the first year that I've ever gotten this far in advance. This will be the first year where I will have eventually all of her Christmas gifts under the tree. So like I said, Christmas miracles are possible. They really are. So we started our brand new Christmas series, which I'm really excited about. It is called The Gift of Hope. And, and here's what we did is, is we wanted to really lay a foundation for hope. So that's why we did the last series called Come to the Table. And in that, we looked at gratitude. If you've missed any of that, please listen to the podcast, watch the live streams. And again, it creates a complete idea for the week. So that way you can look at what it is that we were trying to build moving into now where we're at with the gift of hope. One of the things that I talked about on Sunday is 2020 has not been a fun year. It has not. I mean, it's probably been one of the longest 67-month years we've ever had. <laughs> it feels that way, doesn't it? It feels that way. Thank God for December. Can't wait till 2021. And hopefully, I know, and I really believe this, I think 2021 is going to be rough at the beginning. But hopefully it can end with a bang, and that'd be a good bang, where things are turning around, the vaccine, we're given that, we're able to go back to work, we're able to start meeting once again as a church, we're able to have outdoor dining, maybe even indoor dining. But I know things are not going to be the same after this, but what we wanted to do is, is we just wanted to lay a foundation for hope. In the midst of the, the challenges that we're facing right now, as, as difficult as they may be, I think the, one of the greatest needs in our community really is the need for hope. And not just in our community, in our city, in our nation, our lives. One of the greatest needs is, a, is the need for hope. And, and I really do want to encourage you to make sure that you're taking steps to begin to build that into your life. You know, one of the one of the challenges when you face difficulties like COVID, especially when it's a difficulty that has lasted over the long haul, because that's what it feels like it has, it becomes very easy to lose your hope. And once you lose your hope, it also becomes very easy to lose your dream. Because hope is, hope is quintessential to perseverance. Like if you don't have hope, you're not going to be able to hang in there. You just aren't. And I can tell you, I, I can tell you when a marriage is going to hit divorce. When I meet with a couple and they've lost their hope. And I know that if I can't help them to get that hope back, the hope in their, in their relationship, the hope in their marriage, odds are it's not going to end well. Same thing with your career. When you lose hope in the possibilities of your career, Odds are something's going to change. Odds are something's going to change. When you lose hope in a friendship, because, you know, no one's perfect and we're going to let one another down, we're going to hurt one another's feelings, we're going to disappoint one another. When you lose hope in a friendship, guess what? It's only a matter of time before that friendship is going to come to an end. And what about your life? Hope is so essential to a changed life. It really is. 
So what we wanted to do is we wanted to lay the foundation when it comes to the table by looking at gratitude because gratitude is the foundation for hope. In order for me to be able to look forward for hope, I have to be able to look back to see the things that I'm thankful for. I have to be able to look in the midst of my problems to see what I'm thankful for. And I have to even be able to hold on and find things to be thankful for even when I can't see a solution. And that's where hope becomes that much more important. One of the things that I did was I, I went to Google because, of course, Google is, well, it's the almighty Google. But I looked at the definition of hope, and here's what it said. A, a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Well, in order for you to have that expectation, there needs to be, again, a foundation for that. That's why it's so important for us to go back and look at our lives and see what it is that we're thankful for so that we can begin to be able to move forward in that hope. And then I love this. The second part of the definition that it gave for hope is this, a feeling of trust, a feeling of trust. When I can go back and, and I can begin to identify the moments where God has been there in my life, then I do have that feeling of trust. And when I have that feeling of trust, I have that feeling of hope. Now, with this hope, uh, it, things may not work out the way that I want them to. They may not. But I still hope and I know that God's going to do what's best. That God's going to work out what is best for my family, what is best for my life, what is best for my friendships, what is best for my career. That ultimately, God's going to work out what is best. And I just really have to make a commitment to trust in that. To trust in that. And that's why I'm so excited about Christmas. Because Christmas really is one of those moments throughout the year, the season throughout the year, where we can get a glimpse that the impossible is possible. That's the power of Christmas. When we begin to recognize that the impossible is possible. Do you remember when you were a child, when you thought about Christmas, I remember as a kid, once December 1st hit, it felt like an eternity till December 25th. And that night, that Christmas Eve night, you know, you go to bed and you know you're supposed to go to sleep for quote unquote Santa Claus to be able to come. You know that you're supposed to go to sleep for that. And so you're, you're sleeping and you're, you're, but you can't go to sleep because you're just so full of anticipation about what's going to happen the next day. Because again, you know something magical is going to happen for Christmas. And we watch all the Christmas movies, right? The one thing that we see in the, in the Christmas movies are, are, is the wonder of Christmas, the magic of Christmas. One of my favorite Christmas movies is A Christmas Story. I don't know if you have ever seen that. If you haven't, watch it. I mean, it is just absolutely hilarious. But there's this one character named Ralphie, who's the main character of the movie. And the main thing that he wants is a Red Ryder BB gun. And he just holds out hope of all hope of all hope. As he goes through the movie, he goes through certain challenges. And it seems like he has this hope. And then, boom, he runs into an, uh, he runs into an obstacle. Boom, he runs into another obstacle. And it seems like the theme of the movie is the wrestle of the hope of Ralphie getting the Red Rider BB gun 
compared to all the obstacles that come in the way that seems like he might not get it. Now, does he get the gun? I'm not going to tell. You got to watch the movie. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for you. But it seems like that's the case. And it's, it's that same way with life as well, is that we run into the challenges of, of, of our hope. How are we going to be able to press forward in it? And every time, and you will notice this, every time you come to a place where your hope becomes more firm or your hope becomes more grounded, there is something that challenges it. There is something that comes in the way that makes you wonder, is it truly possible for me to have the hope that, that God really desires for me to have? And I've been created to be able to have as well. But Christmas does. It ignites the hope. It ignites the possibility of what could be. That's why I do love it when Jesus says in Matthew chapter 18, verse 3, Then he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. And I started to wonder, like, what is it about little children? Why, why would Jesus Christ point them out? And I begin to realize it, it's this. Little children are not tainted by the darkness of life. Little children have not lost their hope. Little children are able to hold on to the possibility of what could be. And no matter what obstacle they face, they're able to hold on to that possibility. So when we begin to look at Christmas, we're talking about the Christ child leaving heaven to come and be amongst us, to come and be one of us. I mean, th that in itself is just amazing that an omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent God would leave heaven to come and walk amongst man because he came to be able to redeem man. See, the, the power of Christmas really rests in the power of Christ and eventually what Christ would do. And we're going to talk about that more in the future when we get to a future podcast. That's one of the things we're going to be looking at. The simple fact that Christmas means nothing if Christ does not die and Christ does not rise from the dead. Christmas has no value whatsoever. It's just another birth. Just another birth. Just another person. When you have the birth of Christ and you know what Christ is going to do and now you're able to come and, and circle back to his birth, you realize that this birth is so significant. This birth is so meaningful. This birth has so many levels, again, of being able to recognize that the impossible is possible. I guess here's my question is, where have you lost that in your life? And I understand, like I said, with COVID, COVID has been one of those things where boom, you get hit, boom, you get hit, boom, you get hit, boom, you get hit again. Right now we're looking at shutdowns. Right now we're looking at businesses being closed and we're looking at everything that's happening as a result of COVID. And we're getting hit again. When you get hit so many times, it's very easy for you to become jaded. And then we take that same aspect of being jaded. And then we bring that into our faith. And we wrestle. 
with a God who's capable of being able to do the impossible? Have you made it a point to be able to, to really dive into that and to really understand that? And I don't know about you, but I, I think that there is a struggle, right? There is a struggle because we talked about thankfulness and we said that we want to move from kitty table gratitude to move into a place where we have this incredible aspect of spiritual maturity. And, and so now here's the challenge. How do I become spiritually mature yet hold on to that childlike nature? Because then we find verses like in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, where it says, When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. So now there is this wrestle. I'm supposed to hold on to my childlike faith, but yet I'm also supposed to grow in my spiritual maturity. Like, how, how, how do we work that out? How, how do we reconcile that? And I think what Scripture is, is trying to get us to do is to, it's trying to get us to a point where we move forward in our spiritual growth, but still in the meantime, as we move forward, we're still holding on to that belief that God is capable of the impossible. That God is capable of the impossible. It seems like this tough seesaw. And I've noticed that faith is kind of that way. It, it really is. There's so many concepts of Christianity that really rely on balance. For example, we're told to live by God's grace. But it's very easy for us to live by grace and not deal with sin in our lives. And not change in our growth. But then there's on the other side where we are supposed to work on sin and deal with sin in our lives, but it can also become very easy now to become legalistic and hold others to this legalistic standard. I think the challenge is, is to try to find the middle of that seesaw. The scriptures talk about Jesus Christ. It says that Jesus Christ was full of grace and truth. So again, it's another example of, of Jesus Christ really being able to live out that fine line. And you see that. You see that there are moments where he is just absolutely and astonishingly graceful to people. But then there are also times where, you know, he laid down the law. He really did with others. He, he just knew how to apply when to apply what. And I think that that's the element for us is learning how to apply and when to apply what. When do I apply my childlike faith and when do I apply this movement towards maturity and growth to become the person that I believe that God has fashioned and called me to be? When do I do that? When do I do that? I think the balance really does boil down to this is I give God the freedom to do what he wants to do I give God the freedom to work the way that he is going to work but in the meantime I hold on to the possibility that God you are capable of doing that which is impossible that's where the childlike faith comes in 
And then the spiritual maturity part. I work on it. I grow and I develop my faith and my trust in him. I work on my life to grow and become better. But I also begin to realize this. That God, I believe that you can do anything. But if you choose not to, then I know that and I trust that you're doing something for the best. But I will not let the circumstances of my life, I will not let the disappointments of my life, I will not let the frustrations and failures of my life stop the impossible. Because when we can do that, that's when we will see ourselves overcome habits, overcome addictions, overcome mindsets, overcome thought processes that hold us back. I mean, we, we can go through the list of things that we can work through if we are able to put a grasp on and hold on to our hope and hold on to our hope. I don't know if you've seen, on, on Netflix, there's this movie called Christmas Chronicle. And they recently came out with Christmas Chronicle Part 2. I'll be honest, Christmas Chronicle Part 2, is it's okay. I think Christmas Chronicle Part 1 was just so much better. It really was. It was. It's actually a pretty decent movie. If you're also looking for another decent Christmas movie on Netflix, look up for Jingle Jangle. It's actually really good. And I'm not getting paid to say that. <laughs> it's actually really good. But Christmas Kringle, or Christmas Chronicle, what it's about, it really is about the magic of Christmas and really being able to discover that. And it seems as though the power of Santa Claus in the movie is directly connected with the power of Christmas. Now, I can tell you now that the power of Christ supersedes <laughs> the power of Christmas. It's not like Christ gets more powerful if we believe more. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not that kind of thing. There is this aspect of Christmas spirit that really is important, not for God's power, but for our power, for our sustainability. It, it's so key. It's, it's so important. So I, I want to encourage you to take a step back and just begin to look at the level of hope that you have in your life. One of the things that I said on Sunday was simply this. The hope of Christmas restores a faith in a God who is capable of anything. One of the things I said on Sunday is 2020 has been a rough year. I mean, it really has. It's really been a personification of Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong has gone wrong. It's been tough in that fashion for this year. I'm not going to proclaim it done. I I'm not. 2020 still has a few more days left for the rest of December and I wouldn't be surprised if it tries to throw another punch in wouldn't be surprised by that but I think of star of wonder star of might right? think about all the Christmas songs that really reminds us of just the power and the magic of Christmas. Do you hear what I hear? I mean, think about, oh, come all ye faithful, silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Start thinking about, oh, little town of Bethlehem, 
start thinking about all of those Christmas songs. And really what they appeal to is just the wonder of Christmas. So I, I just want to encourage you to, to just walk through like some of your favorite Christmas songs and just start thinking about their meaning and what it is that they're really conjuring up. Is is this hope in us? God, you again, you gave us your son. And the hope of the world was realized when he came on this earth. The hope of the world was realized when he came on this earth. That's why I love what it says in John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. Embrace the possibility of what could be. Because the birth of Jesus Christ, it is, it's a new lease on life least of, of, of all the possibilities of, of what could be. So if you've lost hope, make it a point to just dig in. And, and maybe go back to those moments and see if you can just rediscover the hope and faith of life. I talked about it on Sunday that one of my favorite Christmas stories is A Christmas Carol I just really love that book because again it just shows the redemption of this man who went through this process and you know what it really is it's, it's about the redemption of Ebenezer Scrooge but if you really dig into it you know what it really is about the redemption of hope once he discovers hope, he rediscovers the realities of being a new man. Hope really does. It changes us. So I'm not going to call us all Scrooges, <laughs> you know, or, or anything like that. But maybe ask yourself if you struggle with bitterness if you struggle with anger, if you struggle with depression, and I'm not talking about chemical depression. I want to make that really clear. I'm not talking about chemical depression, or any, but I'm, I'm talking about, because again, because of COVID, people are just tired. And I, I think I talked about this a few weeks ago. We're just, we're tired. We're tired of wearing masks. We're tired of social distancing. And it's very possible that now because of what happened with Thanksgiving, it's very possible that Christmas may be a situation where we don't have the opportunity to be able to see our extended family once again because we're trying to protect one another. It's possible that can be the fallout for Thanksgiving. I hope not, but it it's not looking good right now. So again, it's, it's possible for our, our hope to be really beat up. So if you're struggling in those ways, I just want to let you know that it's time for us to take a step back 
and rediscover hope. Maybe read a Christmas story, or a Christmas carol, sorry, from that perspective to find my hope. Maybe grab your Bibles and begin to read the, read the beginning of Matthew, read the beginning of Luke. Read those two, just the meaning of the birth of Jesus Christ and all of the impossible became possible. Just look at the beauty of that. Rediscover the hope of Christmas. And maybe with that, once we do, we can launch 2021 in a much different fashion because we began to rediscover the possibilities of what can be. Well, again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you're listening on our website, please head over to Spotify or Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever it is that you get your podcast from, you will be able to find Encounter there. That way, what you can do is subscribe to our podcast. And then what happens is when we post new things, it'll automatically be uploaded. Hopefully you'll be notified about that. And you can go back and you can listen to our latest podcast as we post them. I also want to remind you this. My goal is for us to have, for this podcast to be the best possible that it can be. So please, if there are things that I can do better, I, I want to hear that. So feel free to reach out to me to let me know what I can do better. You can call me again at 310-323-2115. I would love to hear what you have to say about what we can do to increase the quality of this podcast. Because I, I want it to be the best that it can be. Also wanted to let you know we are having a Christmas Eve service this year. It will be a virtual Christmas Eve service. So it's going to be on our Facebook page as well as on our a YouTube channel for you to be able to be a part of is going to be Christmas Eve at 6 p.m. We want to do something really fun this year. And, and part of that is we just want to give you a small gift that you can use to celebrate that night with us. So if you could do me a favor, if you could RSVP, I'm going to watch the Christmas Eve service with my family. If you can give me a call at 310 323-2115 and just say, hey, Ken, I'm going to watch the Christmas Eve service with my family and tell me how many people are in your family. Give me your address. If you're local in Torrance, sorry, if you're listening from Atlanta or, you know, there's a limitation to how far I can get out to you to get a gift. But if you're here local to the Torrance area, I would love to give you a gift that night just to say thank you for being a part of our Christmas Eve service that's going to be virtual should be a lot of fun and again I just wanted to remind you that encounter is about three things love up let's fall madly and passionately in love with God let's rediscover the hope of Christmas the wonder of Christmas love out let's love our fellow man let's bring the hope and wonder of Christmas to someone else maybe serve others Bring a gift to someone who wouldn't anticipate it. Be a blessing. And also, love in. Take care of yourself, especially with COVID being what it is. Let's make sure that we 
are loving others by wearing a mask, but also taking care of ourselves by trying to stay in as much as possible, being as healthy as possible. And hopefully we'll get through this thing soon. But take care. God bless you. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for the Encounter Community Church podcast. If you could do us a favor, whatever service it is that you're listening to this podcast on, please rate and review us. If there's anything that we can do better, please let us know. But by rating and review, it also make our podcast easier for others to be able to find. If you would like to support us at Encounter financially with what it is that we're doing to make a difference in our community, whether it's the mobile food bank, whether serving at North High School, or making a difference, again, in our community, feel free to head over to our website, encountercommunity.church. Click the link that says online giving. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way, when we post new live streams or new vlogs, you'll be updated. As well as, please head over to Facebook and like our page. That way, when we post new podcasts, again, new vlogs, new live streams, or have church events, you'll be updated and know what's going on here at Encounter. As we said before, thank you so much. We're so glad to have you with us, and we look forward to you being a part of the podcast next week.